My dear friends, today is the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost. It is also the Feast of St. Gregory, who is commemorated in the second collect of today's Mass. I think thoughts of peace, not of affliction. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You shall call upon me, and I will hear you. You've had described what peace is here before. Tranquility of order. Short definition from St. Thomas Aquinas. The church should be the most peaceful place on earth. It should be the most peaceful place on, on earth because everything and everyone is here is ordered to the Blessed Sacrament. In the collect, we beg our Lord to absolve thy people from their offenses. This is a sacrifice offered up for sin. It's not as the Novus Ordo would have you believe, an entertainment piece for our young. We don't hold on to the young by trinkets and bells. This is very serious and a very sacred place. In the epistle, St. Paul says, Be ye followers of me. That sounds quite prideful, but not if the guide is leading the group on the right path, as St. Paul was. And even more so should we be followers of the Blessed Virgin Mary. She leads her clients to the feet of her divine son. For many walk who are enemies of Christ, whose end is destruction. Many Christians are the declared enemies of God. As they say in today's lingo, they talk the talk but don't walk the walk. They do not wish to mortify their senses. They're always indulging themselves. They want immediate gratification. Those who are enemies of the Christ, they think only of satisfying their appetites, whether it be for impurity or whether it be for the things of the world, the recreations, the tangible things that everybody likes. They're so filled that they no longer hunger for the things of God. They seek their honor in what they should be ashamed. Pride Day is a perfect example of this. What will be the end of these people? Our Lord very clearly states what is their end, eternal perdition. He who does not crucify his flesh does not belong to Christ. He who does not walk heavenly in life will have no part in eternity with our Lord. We must show kindness to others and even to our enemies. He who does not direct his thoughts, does not direct his desires heavenward, despising the world, will have no part with Christ in heaven. We should proclaim with St. Paul, the world is crucified to me, 
and I to the world. Our Mass is so full of information. It would be criminal not to follow along with the Mass. All the readings, you would deprive yourself of such richness. In the Gospel of today's Mass, our Lord performs two amazing miracles. That the ruler of the temple approaches our Lord, Jairus, and he says, My daughter is even now dead, but come lay thy hands upon her, and she shall live. Okay? As our Lord comes to show compassion to this man and his daughter, another woman who had been bleeding for 18 years who had spent all of her mother on the doctors at the time, as rudimentary as they were, perhaps lightheaded because of the loss of blood. She forces her way through the crowd, and she knows that if she can touch his tassel, the, Jews had, the Jewish men had tassels on their garments, if he could t- she could touch his tassel, she would be cured. You and I have tassels, my dear friends. Some scripture scholars or some theologians compare that to the Blessed Sacrament. If we only received our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, we would be cured of many of our ailments, spiritual, moral ailments. Our Lord responds, and he asks the apostles who are trying to divide the people, so that he can make his way with Jairus, who touched me? And the apostles are in disbelief. What do you mean, Lord, who touched you? Everybody's touching you. And our Lord's referring to a particular woman who touched his tassel. Grace went out from our Lord into this woman and cured her illness. Our Lord raised three people to life that we know, the daughter of Jairus, the widow's son, and his best friend Lazarus. Similarly, my dear friends, there are three types of Christians. There are those who are dead, there are those who are wounded, and there are those who are untouched. This woman with the issue of blood demonstrates in particular four virtues that we should learn from. She demonstrates great faith. Our Lord even says so. She demonstrates confidence, not in herself, but in his power. She demonstrates humility by pushing her way through the crowd, probably of men. And she demonstrates perseverance. Very important in our prayers. Nothing worth having is not, everything worth having is worth fighting for. The issue, she gives us the example of how our petitions should be. And anything that we ask will be given. Our Lord promises that. Anything beneficial to our souls. Louis de Ponte compares the woman's desire for a cure with the Catholic's desire for spiritual health, received by our Lord, which she received by our Lord's tassel, 
we receive by Holy Communion. And that, my dear friends, is when you are most powerful in your petitions to Almighty God, when you have him sacramentally in you, when you house him as your, as a, your guest. He did not, when he got to Jairus' house, he didn't raise the girl immediately to life. He said, first, the minstrels must go. The noise, the noisy multitude must be removed. Conversion cannot be accomplished until we have removed the noise of the world. Wasn't it at night when it was quiet, when it was dark, that Nicodemus approached our Lord? Our Lord told Nicodemus he must be born again. Nicodemus baffled, how can I enter again into my mother's womb? And of course, our Lord explained it to him. Cowards never do what Nicodemus did. He approached our Lord. He sought out everlasting life. The noise of the world, and decent as it may be, the music, its dance, its song, luxury, the attachment to the worldly, to possessions, to entertainment, to power, and other pursuits. And when our Lord got there, what reception did he receive? They laughed at him. He said, she's not dead, but she sleepeth. And they laughed at him. The church, the religious, the good faithful, they will laugh at you. They will scorn you, your beliefs, your religious practices. We just discussed in the 7th and 8th grade religion class how the early Christians were invited to pagan parties and they would refuse to go. At first, they were laughed at and then they were martyred. Don't abandon the practice of piety or public profession of your faith. You may not hear the voice of one laughing, but human respect is tempting you to avoid being appearing as religious. Have convictions in what you do, as did this lady with the issue of blood. Be zealous for the things of God. Remember the what our Lord said, first the negative. He that shall deny me before men, I will deny him before my Father in heaven. He who confesses me before men, I will confess him before my Father. In other words, our Lord wants us to do our duty, no matter what the consequences are. If we have denied our Lord, so did one of his apostles three times, St. Peter. And what did St. Peter do? He wept for his sins. He got up from the ground, so to speak, and brushed off his sleeves and walked again. And we must do the same. If we have denied our Lord, okay, let us get up like St. Peter and follow our Lord at all cost. God love you and God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.